The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. Revelation and power is coming to you now in the name of Jesus. The word says, for the kingdom of God is not with word, but it's with power. And the title of our message today is Revelation Power. First Corinthians 4 and 20. The father is blessing us today with the spirit of the Lord. He wants us to understand Revelation power. Let's just pray for a moment. Father, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we lift up that name that's above every name. Father, that name that every knee shall bow to and every tongue shall confess. Father, speak to us today, Lord, in our inner ear, that today we may hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. Father, today many are facing what seems desperate situations, Father, and burdens are heavy and financial crisis is mounting. But you have an answer today. And the answer today, Father, we know you're going to reveal with power. And we thank you now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God is pouring out his spirit upon the church, and he has chosen the children of the Lord to rise up in power and possess the land. He's releasing knowledge in waves. We talked about before it ever happened that the coronavirus would come in waves. So is the knowledge of God. The power of God is rising up like a tidal wave and falling down upon his people. He's giving the voice through prophetic voices today. The voices for this time are voices that are prophetic. It tells the people of God what is coming next. So the church is never caught blindsided. There's always prophetic voices that the Lord releases at a time like this. The result of the move of God on the earth is going to bring shocking tidal waves to the body of Christ and to the world. It'll seem like he's releasing a new knowledge and he will. He'll speak new rima words. He is opening the eyes of the understanding of the people. God wants an intimate relationship with each of us. He wants us to access his power from on high. He wants us to access it not only by speaking to us in our minds, but by visions and dreams. He wants to give us revelation, power. I was praying a few days ago, and as I was praying, the Lord showed me a vision, something I've never seen before. And it was a vision of all these eyes. It was just eyes and eyes and eyes. It was just so many eyes. And they were looking straight forward. And all the eyes, they were all identical. Some weren't blue and some were brown and some were green. No, they were all identical. It was just hundreds and thousands and they weren't countable. It was just eyes and eyes and eyes and eyes and eyes and eyes and eyes. 
just a vision full of eyes. And these eyes were all looking straight forward. I could not count them. There were so many of them. The Lord was showing me, I am opening the eyes of my people to new spiritual knowledge, to a new spiritual awareness. At a time like this, it takes revelation and insight to bring the body of Christ through to a place where God wants us to be, to spiritual wisdom. Ephesians 1, 8, in order that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. I ask that your eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you may know the hope of his calling and the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and the surpassing greatness of his power to us who believe these are in accordance with the working of his mighty strength. Ephesians 1 and 18, Paul was telling the Ephesians, this is his prayer for them. He was telling them what God is doing and what he's asking God to do, asking God, enlighten their eyes so that they'll understand the richness of your glory and they'll understand their inheritance. That's what Paul was saying. I was amazed because I had never seen a vision like this before. God is waking up the church and calling us to a new place in Christ. It is time for the church to arise. God is calling us to a new dimension, a level of understanding for the time that we live in, to be able to face what we see right now before us, economic crisis, pandemic, Loss of jobs, so much sickness, oppression and depression. God wants you to step into the flow of what he is doing in the kingdom realm, not keeping the child of God's eyes focused on the world. He's asking us to focus on what he is doing. The child of God must take their eyes off the world and place them on him. Jesus was committed to God. The power of the Holy Spirit moved through him. Deity became man. But Jesus had a choice to yield to the spirit of God or to go his own way. According to the flesh, he submitted to God. And the Bible says that he was filled with the Holy Spirit. That's telling us something vitally important there. He took action. He submitted to the will of God. And so therefore he was filled with the Holy Spirit in John 12 and 49. I'll paraphrase. If you will, Jesus said, the words I speak are not my own, but the father who sent me. He is saying these words aren't what I'm thinking. These are the words of the Lord. And then he goes further and he says this in John 5, 19, Jesus gave them this answer. Verily, truly, I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his father doing, because whatever the father does, the son does also. Jesus was under the influence of God. He submitted to the influence of God. He gave over his entire self, his will, his emotions, and it led him to a place of submission to God. The Bible says through his suffering that Jesus learned obedience to God. He lived in communion with the Father. John 14 and 10. Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you are not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. 
Now he's taking us to a new place. Now we've come to a place where there must be an action plan on our part. Jesus was saying that he had submitted to God, but that God was doing the work through him. Now watch this and you'll go to a new place today. When Jesus was on earth, there was a moment in time that made a shift in the natural for all the believers that will come after this. If we get a hold of what he was saying, you will then have revelation power. The people came to Jesus and they said to him, what must we do that we might work the mighty works of God? Jesus answered them and said, most surely I say to you, you seek me not because of the signs, but you seek me because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has sent his seal on him. Then they said to him, What shall we do that we might do the mighty acts of God? Jesus answered and said this to them. Now, all of heaven must have stood still. Can't you see the heavenly hosts are waiting for his answer? The people don't know what he's about to say, but the atmosphere has to be charged because all of heaven is waiting. Pause to see how is Jesus going to answer them? Are they going to get a hold of it? You know, the angels don't understand salvation. And so the Bible tells us that they watch how God handles us so that they learn about salvation. I'm convinced that the host of heaven stood still to see how the people would respond. Would they understand what Jesus was saying to them? Jesus said, this is the work of God that you believe in the one whom he sent to do the mighty works of God. He said, you must believe in me. When we believe in Christ, the supernatural power of God flows through us. We are then releasing God faith into the circumstance that we're facing. Then when we pray, we're not desperately trying to get God to do something. We're not struggling to get the faith to change things. We're not wrestling in our own natural minds to get faith to rise up when we pray. No, no, not at all. Today, the wrestling must stop for you. The struggling with God, the fight to get more faith, to believe stronger, to believe higher, for God to give you that anointed faith that Christ had. No, be empowered right now by what God is doing in your life through this message. Today, your life will be altered. I speak it now in the mighty name of Jesus. Inside you is the God kind of faith. When we believe in Christ, it is set in motions, a series of events when we pray and the gates of Haiti shall not prevail against it. God wants miracle working power to flow through the child of God, not just a few of us, but all of us. He wants revelation power to move through you. Miracles, signs and wonders Follow those who believe the church is waking up to its divine purpose in the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of economic crisis on earth. Heaven isn't having a crisis. There's no job crisis on earth. The heavenly hosts are still employed. There is no pandemic in heaven. They are still employed. 
Everyone is in good health. It is something that's happening on the earth as the earth is being shaken. Heaven continues to prepare for the coming of Christ. We must move in God's timing. God wants an intimate relationship with you to empower you. Now he is tearing down, rooting up. And that's what he called Jeremiah to do. In Jeremiah 1.10, then the Lord reached out his hand and he touched my mouth and said, behold, I put my words in your mouth. See, I have appointed you today over nations and kingdoms to uproot, to tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. And the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? That's what the almighty God is saying to you today. I want to use you. I appoint you today over nations and kingdoms to uproot, tear down, to destroy, to overthrow, to build and to plant. Only you can answer the power of God, the flow of God, allowing it to move through your life. No more struggling to get faith. No more trying hard to have the faith that moves mountains because you have it already. Today, you've come to a place of understanding what believing does and how it works because believing is different than faith. Believing is the action that you must take. Faith is a gift that God gave you. You already have it. At the time when you gave your life over to Christ, you received the gift of faith. And it's enough faith to move mountains, to do anything that you need to do in the spirit realm for the Lord. And these signs shall follow them. Those that believe miracles, signs, and wonders. Mark 16, 17 to 18 says, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Inside of you is the faith to move mountains. Inside of you is the faith to bring From unmanifest into manifestation, what you need from God. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654. You know, one day my husband was in the hospital. I don't know what caused me to pray like this. No one ever told me to do it. I didn't feel some great revelation from God fall on me at that time. But I'm going to tell you what happened. My husband was in the hospital and he struck a fever, really high fever. It was high, 102, 105, and it was climbing. They administered every medication they could administer. Nothing, no response. The fever continued to climb. The doctors gave up. They said, we've administered every antibiotic. We've given him medication. Can't break the fever. This thing will just have to go on its own. I mean, it's climbing. He stops responding. At that point, he's non-responsive. No word. Calling his name did not cause him to answer. There was a lady who used to come and visit us at the hospital every day named Mrs. Reese during that time. She is a woman of great faith. 
Well, she came to the hospital that morning, and in my mind, I just couldn't wait for her to get there because I knew when she got there, things were going to change. I didn't know what was going to happen or how it was going to happen, but I just kept thinking as soon as Mrs. Reese gets here, we're going to pray. Well, she walked in the room, and I told her what was happening. And she took one look at him, and she said, well, what are we going to do? I said, you know what? I said, would you get on the left side of the bed, and I'll get on the right side of the bed. And there, of course, he was in the hospital bed. I said, and Mrs. Reese, when I speak a scripture, I would like you to speak one. And she said, well, what do you mean, Mrs. Neat? I said, well, if I say he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, maybe you will say the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And if I say the Lord is a strong tower, a place of refuge in a time of trouble, then you'll speak another scripture and we'll just go back and forth as the Lord leads us. She said, all right. She said, I I think I can do that. I said, "Okay, let's do it. So she got on one side of the bed and I got on the other and I began to speak. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high. And then she spoke a scripture. And then I spoke a scripture and then she spoke a scripture and there he is in the hospital bed between us and she's standing there speaking and I speak and we went back and forth and back and forth. We kind of had a scripture battle, if you will. Do you know we did this for one solid hour and after that hour, when the nurse came to check the fever, the fever was gone. I'm telling you. That inside of you is the God kind of faith. And if only the church knew what's already there, we won't be out trying to get it. We won't be going to the church trying to find somebody to lay hands on us so that we can receive it. Inside of you is revelation faith. And the way you release it is by believing in Jesus. He said, believe in me. Believe in the one that he sent. Because revelation faith, miraculous faith lives in you. It's already there. It's not something that you try to get more of. It is God-sized faith. It is God kind of faith. In the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of economic crisis, knowing that you have within you God kind of faith, that is revelation power. So that when you pray, Don't think that someone else's prayers are stronger than yours. You have that same revelation power within you. The Bible says that Jesus submitted himself to God. He was obedient to the spirit of God. And because he was obedient to the spirit of God, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. And he had access to the throne of grace. When you pray. And you believe in Christ, believe in the one that he sent, because that's what he said. When they said, what shall we do that we might work the mighty works of God? Jesus said, believe in the one that he sent. It was said over 2000 years ago, 
as the church as a whole still hasn't gotten a hold of what he said. He said, believe in the one that he sent and you will do the mighty works of God. He didn't say go to church and get somebody to lay hands on you. He didn't say try harder to have more faith. Pray harder. Cry when you pray. Lay out before God. Say powerful words. He didn't say do that. He made it very simple for us. He said, believe in the one that he sent. He said, believe in me and then you'll do the mighty works of God. God is giving the church revelation power. God is empowering you today. You already have it. It's inside of you. You don't have to go any place and try to get it. You don't have to read scripture all day to receive the faith of God. You have God-sized faith within you. And so as of today, as of right now, you can draw a line in the sand and stop struggling. Stop pressing hard, trying to get something that you already have. It is within you. Revelation power has come to you today that as you are obedient to the spirit of the Lord and submit to the will of the Lord, then you will release God's size faith when you pray and the spirit of the Lord will move forth and change circumstances, change lives. When you pray, you have a passport And only the child of God has that passport. Your prayers will cross boundaries. Your prayers are going to Indonesia, China, Korea, Africa, United States, wherever you want the spirit of the Lord to go. You have a passport and only the child has it. That passport gives you access to the throne of grace to enter into the holy of holies. That passport allows your prayers to go overseas. You can go without a plane ticket and you won't have to go through customs. You've got a passport from the kingdom of God. And when you pray, your prayers will go overseas. Your prayers will cross boundaries. Your prayers will go into places where the word of God cannot go in writing. Your prayers will intercede. Your prayers will go past the enemy's line. Your prayers will defeat the enemy and nothing will be able to assault what the word of God has said, what the word of God has done because it's infallible. It's immutable. It's all powerful and it will never change. When the child of God understands what you have within you, revelation power lies within you. God size faith. You've already got it. Don't try to go get it. It was given to you as a gift when you gave your life over to Christ and he gave you a passport and you can go wherever you will by the spirit of the Lord through prayer. You can tear down, uproot, reconstruct and establish because that's the power of the word of God. It sustains, it destroys and it supports by the will of the living God. God wants his people to know what he is doing right now. And these signs shall follow them in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay their hands on the sick and they shall recover. Miracles, signs and wonders have been following you. But it's time what's following you got out front and did the mighty works of God. As you are obedient to the word of God, 
to the will of God, the mighty acts of God will begin to happen when you pray. Let's pray for just a moment. Father, I submit myself to you. Father, I want to come into an intimate relationship with Christ. I want to know your ways that I do not sin against them. When you cry out to God, I want to have an intimate relationship with Christ. I want to know him. Lord, I want to know your ways. When you begin to pray like that, revelation power begins to move through you. Cry out until you receive it. Be persistent in becoming obedient to the will of God, becoming obedient and crying out to know him and to know his ways that you do not sin against them. Your relationship with Christ will change and the power of revelation will open the eyes of the understanding and the faith of God God-sized faith will move when you pray. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org.